okay, there's all sorts going on. Um, all sorts going on. There's there, there's tea being made. Um, there's loads of stuff going on. Um, but welcome, welcome everybody to Cop On Podcast. I have no time, no time to give you a poetic introduction these days, as is my want. Uh, because we've got so much to talk about, so little time. I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm frabjously overjoyed, in fact, uh, to be joined uh, by Adam, by Hannah, by Dave from Dave's LFC Chats, from Jack Mack, who's got his YouTube channel. Everybody needs to check out brilliant stuff. Jack Mack and Hannah as well. She's a, she's a uh, excellent uh, sports journalist. And uh, she's been on lots of different uh, platforms. So it's absolutely wonderful to have you all here. Uh, and just to explain a little bit how, what's going to happen. We're, we're basically together. We're going to come up with exactly what's going to happen. We're going to polish the crystal ball, look deep into its center and read uh, whatever it tells us. Um the top four battle. The top four battle is the greatest battle since the Battle of Megiddo in the 15th century BC, which was fought between Egyptian forces under the command of Pharaoh Tutmose III and a large rebellious coalition of Canaanite vassal states led by the king of Kadesh. And if you are curious, Kadesh is now in modern day Syria. So before we start, before we get into this great big top four run-in bonanza, I just want to ask you, I'm just going to be more of a moderator today, I want to ask you one by one, uh, starting with Adam, just very quickly, who off the bat do you think are going to claim third and fourth place in the Premier League, these two positions that are up for grabs? Who would you say, Adam, is your two? Um, I'm going to keep it simple and say... Uh, West Ham are—they're going to nosebleed. I think they're going to fall away. Spurs and Everton too. So, unfortunately, I think Liverpool will just miss out. So it's Leicester and Chelsea for me. Leicester and Chelsea. Okay, I just need to make a note of that. Okay, Leicester and Chelsea. Okay, Hannah, what about you? Who who's your two to go uh, into the Champions League if it exists next year? Well, I feel like I've got to say Liverpool. Um... I don't want to not back us. Um, but then the other team I had was Leicester. So I, I feel like they'll just about edge it. Excellent stuff. Liverpool and Leicester. OK, Dave, how are you feeling, my friend, about the your, your two? Um, yeah, I think I'll agree with Adam. I think West Ham could get a nosebleed and fall away. They got beaten 3-2 yesterday by Newcastle. Um, Leicester City have a lot on their plate too. So do Chelsea. But I think Liverpool will be in there. Liverpool could get fourth and I think Chelsea will get third. So Liverpool and Chelsea for me. Liverpool, Chelsea, that's a solid answer. Uh, Jack, what about you? Liverpool and Chelsea, mate. Obviously due to, I think Liverpool will possibly pip third place for Chelsea coming fourth due to the exploits in the Champions League mate. That's absolutely marvellous stuff. Thank you very much. So there you go. We've got your uh, your, your two for the record. Um I I also believe Liverpool are gonna do it and I think uh I I'm gonna go with the the two uh lads as well for Liverpool Chelsea um are also gonna be my two but we will see if your predictions change throughout this. Now, 
we're going to use um, lots of different things. I'm going to talk about injury news because I think injuries are so important. And I, I've got all of my injury information from a site called premierinjuries.com, which seems pretty good. It seems pretty reliable. And we're going to go through this race in the order each club appears in the table. So the first club we're going to talk about is Leicester City. And um, I just want to ask you, uh, I'm going to start with you, Hannah. Um, what do you think about Leicester City at the moment? How, how are you feeling about them? I've been pretty impressed with them, to be honest. I think they've had a very good season and, you know, they're deservingly in the spot that they are. Um, and, you know, given other teams around them, um, I mean, they sort of fell away from it last season. Um, but... You know, this year I think they've done really well, and um, the teams around them, like Chelsea, for example, is why I went with Leicester over Chelsea to make top four. Is you know they've got other things to focus on, um, whereas you know I think Brendan Rodgers is doing a really good job, and um, they've had some decent results. So um, yeah, I've been very impressed with them. And what's changed for you, Hannah? Like, why why do you think they've uh, you know they're not going to fall away this season as they did last season? It's consistency. I think, um, you know, last year, um, you know, it was sort of them being back up there again, um, whereas this year they've sort of had that experience and, you know, um, the results have been a lot better. Um, and I, I think I think it comes down to consistency, to be honest. Well, it's excellent stuff. Thank you very much. Jack, what about you? How do you feel about uh, Brendan Rodgers and his wily foxes? Yeah, I spoke to you, Owen, and I, Dave, as well. And it's it's Brendan Rodgers, as as I mentioned, have, have gone with Liverpool and Chelsea to secure top four this season. We've seen over the last couple of weeks, Leicester two losses back to back, signifying obviously two two nil loss to Manchester City and the 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 three two loss to West Ham. And then the draw over there against Burnley. I think last couple of weeks, what I've watching Leicester, as Hannah's alluded to, spot on. They play fantastic this season, but I think it's what Liverpool fans we've seen with Brendan Rodgers, the big occasions, and we've seen last season. Leicester's squad isn't big compared to obviously like the Chelsea or or Liverpool. The, James Justin, I've been really impressed with him from an outside point of view. He's possibly one of uh, one of the most impressive players I've seen prior to him getting injured. I think he's been a massive miss since him and obviously Leicester's injury crisis in which they've been hit with over the last couple of weeks. Squad depth, I think, will impact them this season and if I can see them dropping out. Um, but it's going to be a test for Brendan Rodgers, I think, the, the next coming weeks and fixtures that they've got coming up. But if they do get top four, fair credit to, to Brendan Rodgers and, and that Leicester squad because Obviously, they've set the Premier League alight this season. Excellent stuff. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned their injuries. They 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 seem to be, you know, clear. They've cleared up a bit compared to where, where they were a few months ago. Uh, for example, Soyuncu's back, Pereira's back. Uh, Jamie Vardy had a few niggles. Um, according to the the injury site that I looked at, um, only Harvey Barnes uh, and and Justin are, are their main. Uh, players who are who, who are currently missing. Um, Wes Morgan is also missing, but um, I don't really count him as 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 key 
anymore for Leicester as much as he's, uh, you know, been absolutely wonderful for them. But uh, Harvey Barnes is expected back the 8th of May and James Justin is out for the rest of the season. Um, Adam, what do you think about uh, Leicester City? Have they impressed you? Have they, you know, added to their to their squad from last year? Do you think that they will maintain the consistency or do you think they'll they'll wobble away? Yeah, I think um, they've, hopefully, you like to think they've learned from last season and um, they're still up there. You know, they're in third. Um, they've got a, a really good, um, well, one, one half of it's young, uh, say strike force. But, you know, Jamie Vardy, whenever you've got him on the pitch, he's going to frighten teams to death. So he's, uh, he, he's a real fundamental player for those guys. And I see that the next game's against is at West Brom. So... You know that's a that's pretty much a nailed on win. So um, that will, I think, give them enough to 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 push them over the line, in my view. Um, yeah, that's a excellent stuff. Would you agree with all that, Dave? What do you what do you make of Leicester City, Dave? I like Leicester City as a club, the well-run club, a good manager, as we all know about Brendan Rodgers, ex-Liverpool manager, of course. They've a really good spine in that that team. Um, they won the league, the Premier League, a few years ago. I, I mean, I still think that's one of the greatest things that happened in the last 30 years. I mean, for a, a team like Leicester, you know, to be winning the Premier League, I mean, it doesn't get as much kudos as it probably should. That was unbelievable that season. Um, as I say, the spine's very good. You've got Schmeichel and Gold, very good goalkeeper. Sancho, centre-half. Ndidi in midfield. Madison, creative in midfield. And the likes of Vardy up front. And Harvey Barnes went fit. I mean, they've a really, really good Good side, and on the peripheries, they've really good players as well. Good youth system, really strong side. I like, I like Leicester. I like watching them. They play some lovely football. I just think it might be just too much for them. It might be far, just a little bit. It's coming around the last turn on the on the Grand National, the, the last four long, they might just fall on the last Beaches Brook, as they say. And they're in a the semi final today against Southampton at Wembley, of course, for a chance to play Chelsea in the FA Cup final. And if they get to the final which I think they will beat Southampton today. They will um, probably be all eyes on a cup, hopefully a cup triumph against Chelsea. So it might be just a bit too much for Leicester City, uh, especially with Liverpool and Chelsea behind them and coming in amongst them to get those top four spots. But to be fair, I really do like Leicester City as a club. Well run, good manager, good team, but I can't see them finishing um, above Liverpool this season. Marvellous stuff. Let's have a look at their running then. Uh, as Adam mentioned, they're, they're, um, from match day 32 to 38, uh, it goes, they're playing, as Adam mentioned, West Bromwich Albion. That's actually on Thursday. Um, then they're playing Crystal Palace at home, Southampton away, Newcastle at home, Man United away, Chelsea away, and Tottenham at home. And I've, I've done the thing. Well, I looked, it took me ages to prepare for this. Um, I looked on Transfer Market, which is a marvellous website, and they have a form table. And I made a note of where each club is in the form table, which is goes on the last five matches. So basically, because you can see if each club is playing well. So Leicester City are 10th in the said form table. They're playing West Bromwich Albion, who are ninth. Now, the reverse fixture um, was 3-0 when it was 
at West Brom's ground, the Hawthorns. Leicester managed a 3-0 away win. Um, and I don't think we can spend too long on this. I don't think we need to, because West Brom are more or less down and out. But you see, on the other hand, maybe Sam Allardyce is not the character to let his team slip. And he's a different manager to, to at the start of the season when they did lose 3-0 at home. Uh, West Brom are ninth in the form table. Leicester are 10th. But I'm, I'm going to go with a home win. Leicester are going to beat West Bromwich Albion. Does anybody uh, like to argue, would anybody like to argue for a draw? Or perhaps, uh, you know, a loss to West Brom. West Brom can spring a surprise. Or can I just mark this one as a win for Leicester? I would say, I mean, West Brom are pretty capable of, you know, springing a surprise. Their result against Chelsea, you know, earlier in April, albeit, you know, Chelsea did have a player sent off, but they managed to beat Chelsea away from home. So they are more than capable of getting, you know, results against the bigger teams. But, um, I mean, Leicester might just have too much for them. You're totally right, Hannah. You're totally right. I mean, they're, they're better than in the form table in the last five five matches. Um, you know, they're, they're above Leicester. So, but, you know, Hannah, what, what, what percentage would you put? I mean, yes, I think West Brom, they could do it, but I wouldn't put their percentage above like a um, 30% maximum of a chance for a win, which makes me go for a Leicester win. Uh, would you say that they have a, a higher chance than that, Hannah? Um, I'd say that's probably about right, maybe 30 to 40%. But, um, I mean, obviously Leicester are clear favourites. So, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if something did happen. But, in, you know, if I was a betting person, I would probably put my money on Leicester. Excellent. OK, so we're going we're gonna to say Leicester to overturn the form tables and uh, pick up a win. West Bromwich. Albion are, are more or less full strength. They only have uh, Ivanovic out, who's been out for ages and will be out for the rest of the season uh, anyway. Um, so, you know, I hope it gets better. But I'm going to put that down as a Leicester win. Uh, OK, their next match is against Crystal Palace at home. Again, Crystal Palace, they're 17th in the form table, though, in a wretched run of form. Uh, but, but the last match finished 1-1 and you never know with the Hodgy. Um, but uh, Dave, are we going to say Leicester Crystal Palace is another Leicester win? Oh, sorry. One thing I forgot to mention, by the way. Sorry, because I looked at all of the reverse fixtures of these. So West Bromwich Albion, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Newcastle, Manchester United, Chelsea and Tottenham. Of those seven matches in the reverse fixtures, um, Leicester won five, drew two and lost none. So, Dave, do you think this is going to be uh, a win? They'll do better than in the reverse fixture? Yeah, I, I, I presume you mean Leicester Palace. Um, yeah, unexpected. Sorry, I don't know what I said, but yeah, Leicester, Leicester <laughs> What yeah. did I say? I, pr I presume it's well, we're talking about Leicester Palace game, are we? Yeah, well, I don't know what I said, but yeah, sorry, Leicester against Crystal Palace. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I think Leicester would have too much for Palace, to be fair. Um, it all depends a lot, I suppose, on today's game. As, as, we're, as we're doing the podcast, I mean, Leicester are playing Southampton in the FA Cup semi. Chance to get into a final of, of a, a major cup final at Wembley against Chelsea. So, 
we'll know in the next probably 45 to an hour what's going to happen there, what way their season will go. Their minds could go to a cup final or a semi-final. The minds could be all on the final, you know, because I don't think they've won a, a, a trophy like that in a long time, other than they won the league back in 2015-16. But I just... I think Leicester be too good. They seem they're decent around teams around them. Leicester, they seem to beat the type of teams around them. I know you were talking about West Brom as well. I think he'd beat West Brom and Palace. To be fair, I, I just think they'd have far too much, especially with Vardy up front. Um, I know they've no Barnes at the moment, but they just have far too much. Leicester City, they're as I say, they're very good attacking side, but they're solid. They're solid at the back. And I'd expect Leicester to win 2-0 there against Palace. I really would. Palace have actually nosedived recently, to be fair. They have indeed. And they've got a bit of an injury crisis. Uh, Klein, MacArthur, Sacco, Connor Wickham, who's still around, and James Tompkins are all on the treatment table for Crystal Palace. Uh, They they are, yeah, in a bit of a a dire situation. Uh, So um, is anybody... Uh, going to argue uh, for possibly a draw or, uh, you know, Crystal Palace to, to record a, a shock win against Leicester. Because, uh, uh, you know, it, unless you are going to argue for that, then uh, just uh, remain silent for a moment. OK, we're going to say a Leicester win. OK, let's go back in time. Let's go back in time because I don't want to talk about Leicester all night. Uh, let's look at the next team down on the list. West Ham United. Now, West Ham United, they've got injuries um, for uh, the next match against Chelsea. Interestingly, West Ham, Chelsea. Next uh, weekend, I believe it is for them. Um, they will be without Dawson, who, who will be suspended after his red card. Uh, Mikel Antonio is out probably for the rest of the season. Cresswell is a possibility that he will come back at some point, maybe for Chelsea. Masuaka is also a possibility. Lingard had a bit of a trouble, bit of trouble, but he should be okay. They hope it's just a, a minor little uh, knock. And uh, Damien Rice, Damien Rice is that his name? I always get confused with the singer. Declan Rice, excuse me, um, is <laughs> Declan Rice is uh, also out uh, for a few games, possibly. We don't know when he'll be back. So that's Dawson, Antonio, Cresswell. Masuaku and Lingard. Match day 32, they've already lost it against Newcastle. Um, and against Chelsea, which is at West Ham Stadium, Adam, um, West Ham in their current format against an, an uh, up-and-coming Chelsea team uh, under Tommy Tuchel. West Ham don't have a, have a hope in heck, do they? No, I don't think so. Um, big Tommy's come in. And he seems to have uh, dealt with whatever wasn't being dealt with by Frankie Boy. Um, so I just think Chelsea are, are on the rise. But it's, a, you know, West Ham have done so well this season. It'd be such a shame if they were to miss out. But I just don't think they're, they're used to being in this sort of situation at the end of a season where it's, you know, it's business time. Um and I just think Chelsea will, will, will win that game, basically. But, but, but what about, for example, the distractions? Because, you know, Chelsea, they've got, uh, I believe it's the, um, what have they got? They've got the, the, the Champions League. Uh, it's coming around very quickly. I think it's after that match or before that match. I get confused. But they certainly, they might be distracted, Chelsea, or they'll just be, you know, 
professional and clinical like the surgeons they are these days. Yeah, I think Chelsea can afford distractions because of the squad depth and, and, and the money they have behind them. Uh, and, the, you know, they can rotate players and all the rest of it. So I, I think they'll be, they'll be long used to this sort of situation where it's coming to the end of the season and they, they've, got, they, they've got interests in, in fingers in many pies as it were, uh, and they'll, they'll, they'll know which finger to put in the right pie at the right time. So I, I think, uh, yeah, they'll, 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 they'll do well. I like it, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Jack, they have got many fingers and many pies. They've, they've got, uh, I don't know, like an extra few hands uh, even. Um, Jack, what do, you, what do you make of, of Chelsea and, 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 and West Ham? You can choose either one to talk about. Um, tell me yeah. something. It'd be an amazing fixture, mate. I think obviously David Moyes, he's got West Ham playing very well, and since he's come into the football club, he's really stamped his authority. Um, I think Ferguson, when he was at Manchester United, I think he was very disappointed when Manchester United decided to park company with David Moyes. He's and we've seen the job in which he done over the road at Goodison Park when he was in charge of Everton for many of a year. So. I think he's gone in to West Ham, got them, he's got the basics. I think West Ham, over the last couple of seasons, they've been up and down, up and down, but he's got really the, sh- the ship steadied now, uh, especially from a defensive unit, and, and with some clever, very clever transfers. Obviously, Jesse Lingard wasn't getting a lot of minutes at Manchester United, but he, he's based onto the scene at, at, at West Ham, and he, he'd been one of the most informed players of recent months. Um, keeping him fit, Antonio as well. We, we saw, we've seen in the last couple of months how how much West Ham have missed him when he has been out injured. And if West Ham artists attempt to even try and get into top four, they currently sit fourth at the minute. They fully do deserve the position in which they're in. But I think, as the panel's already said tonight, I think they will not. I've talked about Leicester not having the, the squad depth already. And I think West Ham... You've alluded to some of the players that they currently got out as well. Um, Declan Rice, very good player. Will he move to it would move to Chelsea? But I think this fixture, it's a it's it's a derby, isn't it? Well, West Ham Chelsea, massive fixture for both clubs. But I think Chelsea should have too much power for this West Ham side. Yeah, they should. I mean, they really should. The, the, the squad they have is, is kind of ridiculous. And it's, uh, it's a shame for me that Frank Lampard uh, had to go because he was doing such a stellar job at uh, ruining uh, all, what they had. But um, West Ham, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea beat them 3-0 in the reverse fixture. And, uh, you know, unless anybody has uh, anything else to say, you know, that in West Ham's favour, I'm just going to put that down. As a Chelsea win, um, you know, I don't think it'll be even a draw. But uh, Jesse Lingard, uh, Hannah, the, the, the Warrington Ronaldinho, is that what they're calling him or did I just make that up? I mean, yeah, Jesse Lingard's been nothing short of sensational for West Ham um, in recent weeks. Um, I think my only real concern with them is that they ship too many goals. Um, you know, they might be beating teams like Wolves, they beat Leicester as well. Um, but it was only, you know, it was 3-2 um, in both games. So um, they're only just about 
getting past teams and you know the Newcastle result um, yesterday I think sort of just shows that maybe West Ham aren't quite cut out for the top four um, this season but I mean if if they're going to do it I think Jesse Lingard will continue to play um, an integral part in that. Yeah absolutely great answer yeah they need him fit and firing um, but uh, yeah but uh, yeah we're all going for a Chelsea win on that one but before Chelsea uh, have to play Brighton. Um, Chelsea, they don't have an injury. Just possibly Christensen um, is 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 a bit of a doubt, but he should be back soon as well. They got but they've got a few fixtures. Chelsea have got to play Brighton, West Ham, Fulham, Man City, Arsenal, Leicester, and Villa. Um, they um, yeah, but for, for the Brighton match, Brighton will be without Solly March and. Uh, Tariq Lamptey, two of their very best players, and Chelsea Brighton. I mean, um, the reverse fixture was three-one uh, to Chelsea, and it's it's hard to look beyond another Chelsea win, is isn't it, Dave? Yeah, I mean Chelsea are just starting to click into gear now at the right the right time. The business end of the season, as the panel just said, there of course they're in the Champions League semi against Real Madrid. They're in the FA Cup final. They're in there with a, with a top show for Tour de Fort in the league. They've got a great squad, an unbelievable squad. Um, that's why I'm predicting Liverpool and Chelsea to be in the top four. They've got the experience. You know what I mean? Let's let's be fair. But um, they've got everyone firing. I mean, Werner hasn't really fired, to be fair. He hasn't fired at all. I mean, if they get him firing and scoring goals, they will be some outfit going forward. And they have money as well behind them, as we all know. But I, I think Brighton, Chelsea... Can they? Can I? Some can that team brighten up my day? I don't think so. I think Chelsea just have far too much for them. As you say, Chelsea have their fingers in a lot of pies, but I, I just think the squad depth, the business end of the season, the experience, everything going for them. Thomas Tuchel, the new manager, is absolutely brilliant. He's experienced as well. He's a top top manager. I just think Chelsea will finish top four. They'll beat Brighton. They'll beat West Ham, as we said earlier on. Um. I, I really do think I think Chelsea could even get into the final of Champions League. They're that good. Um, it's it's going to be an unbelievable season and a finish for Chelsea. So yeah, I, I think um, Brighton won't brighten up my day for that one. But uh, I think Chelsea to beat Brighton handy actually two or three nil. All right, so there you go. So losses for West Ham and match day thirty two. That's already happened against Newcastle. They lost three two. Uh, they're going to lose against Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea are going to beat Brighton. They're going to beat West Ham United. On match day 32 and 33, we're going to concentrate on that then. Uh, Liverpool tomorrow are going to play Leeds United. Um, Jack, um, well, actually, no, sorry, I'm going to start with Adam because I'm going to ask you, Adam, about the injury situation. Um, Is it true that Rafinha might be out, which would be terrible news for the game of football, but, you know, that would be um, not nice for Liverpool, but it would be... uh, Certainly a bonus. Yeah, my understanding, the latest, is he's still injured after uh, the the assault. That's all I can call it. He suffered from Fernandinho, uh, where he deliberately fouled him, gave him a dead leg towards the end of the game when we uh, we beat them uh, last week. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's it's a knock on effect from that, literally a knock on effect from that injury. Uh, at the end of the game, so sadly, I think he is going to be out, and clearly, that's a that's a huge uh, loss for for Leeds because he's you know one of the 
one of the bright young things of the of, of the Premier League really uh, this season. He's he's done really well since coming in from uh, our neighbours across the water there in Wren. Um, so yeah, sadly I, th- I think he is going to miss out. Um, other doubts are Rodrigo. So you know Rodrigo and Rafinha. That's pretty much half the squad cost <laughs> gone. Um, and then Cooper's obviously suspended for his. Uh, his, his, his unfortunate challenge against uh, uh, Jesus um, and the Man, Man City match. So, yeah, I think that they're the three uh, that are, wow. are going to miss out. Okay, and uh, wow, yeah, I mean, it's it's so it's so hard. And I'm going to come back to you, Adam, on 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 you know all all you've been feeling about Leeds because there are some real positives as well that we've got to talk about. But Jack, it's the big game of the weekend, isn't it? Liverpool Leeds tomorrow. How excited are you, Jack? Really excited, mate. Two of the most energetic Premier League managers in the league. Bielsa on his little stool and Jürgen, um, both going head-to-head. Both got excellent experience. Bielsa, very respectful of one another, Jürgen and, and Bielsa. But it's going to be the first game. What a, what a game to start off the season for Liverpool. They come to Anfield off the back of getting promotion from the championship and and really surprised a lot of people. Um, obviously, the lads know, the Leeds fans know the style in which Leeds play, but we made Tommy's a massive Leeds fan and uh, I didn't watch a lot of Leeds over the last couple of years, but I didn't expect them to attack the Premier League as much as they have. Uh, they're very good side, as if you're watching from a neutral point of view. They, they've scored, uh, is it 40? And going so it's, um, scored 49, conceded 49 goals, so you know exactly what you're going to get. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this, mate. Both both going head to heads, and it's not a case of you're playing against some Allardyce brand of football, which Liverpool most notably struggle against a low block side. But Leeds, very impressive. Both sides off the back of three wins. Um, Leeds United, obviously getting a draw against Chelsea and then a 2-1 win against Fulham and then the big win against Manchester City last weekend and a 2-1 win against Sheffield. So both sides coming into the fixture, both in form. And I'd say I'm excited. I said I'm excited, but yeah, it's a mixture of excitement and uh, expectations, really. If Liverpool can defend in which the way we've seen over the last couple of weeks. Uh, bite your teeth saying that, depending on what Liverpool defence turns up off the back of this season, mate, but it really excited. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? You're right with uh, with Leeds United. They've scored 49. They've conceded 49. There's a lot of symmetry with their season so far. For example, they've won 14 matches and they've lost 14 matches drawing only three, which is the lowest amount. I've loved watching Leeds this season, Hannah. Uh, how have you felt about Leeds? Yeah, pretty much echo what everyone else has said. They're a fantastic team to watch as a neutral, and I think Bielsa is, is an exceptional manager. I mean, his in- attention to detail is incredible, and um, you know the fact that they've only had three draws this season um, says a lot. They score a lot of goals, but they concede a lot as well, so... Um, you know, from a Liverpool perspective, um, like you said, it depends on what defence turns up tomorrow night um, in terms of which way it will go. But, I mean, even the reverse game at Anfield, it was a 4-3 and we just about edged it. So, um, yeah, it'll be an interesting game and I'm certain there will be a lot of goals. 
Yeah, great stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, you mentioned the 4-3. It was absolutely terrific, wasn't it? The, the last match, I looked at the highlights the other day. It was a Mo Salah penalty. It gave Liverpool the lead. And then Jack Harrison did his absolutely marvellous flick up with one foot and volley into the corner to make it 1-1. Then Big Verge rose. Do you remember him? Big Verge. He rose higher than anyone from a corner and... Uh, Powered his header so much so that the, he knocked the goalkeeper back into his own goal. Uh, then Bamford equalised again. Leeds are never out of it after a poor Virgil van Dijk uh, header when he tried to be a bit too clever. He should have headed it back to the keeper, but he tried to, to head it to Robbo. And Bamford, the danger man, zipping around there, was uh, alive, alive as Frankenstein's monster. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Then Mo Salah made it 3-2 from a free kick that was half cleared and uh, Mo Salah absolutely smashed it into the top corner. A beautiful goal. Smashed it into the near post top corner. <coughs> Whoa, getting so excited. Um, then Klich equalised again 3-3 after a really good build-up by Leeds. Uh, sorry, that was the flick and volley goal. Sorry, Jack Harrison's. I can't even remember. There were too many goals. Mo Salah won it late with a penalty. Uh, Dave, it was absolutely superb. And can we expect more? As Hannah's saying, it should be an absolutely fabulous game. We Surely, Dave, we can expect more thrills and spills tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, this game could potentially be epic. I don't know whether you remember um, the game back, it was actually 30 years ago last weekend, April 13th, 1991. I actually remember watching that, giving away my age here, back here in Dublin. It was on uh, television live. Liverpool beat Leeds 5-4 at Ellen Road. The likes of John Barnes, Jan Mulby with a penalty. David Speedy even got a goal. Liverpool edged it 5-4. It was an absolute epic. One of my most favourite games of all time, just before the Premier League started, back in April 91. So 30 years on. Nostalgia. I love the game. Started this season, as Jack has just said. 4-3 Liverpool. Most of the last ceiling that laid on with a penalty. But you'll always get that. The good thing about Leeds is, as you said, the symmetry of 14 wins, 14 losses, 3 draws. The thing about that is they don't lay down. They don't accept getting beaten. They don't accept draws. They either get beaten or go for it or go for the win. We've seen it against City. You know, most teams would have at 1-1, 10 men would have just left it. No, we'll take the draw here. We go away. No, they broke, laid on, got the win. Risks and reward. That's the type of team Leeds are. Bielsa, what a, what a manager he is. As Jack says, sitting on a stool. I don't even think he sits on a stool, by the way. I think he just squats in the corner and looks out onto the pitch and uh, delves into the mind of Klopp and um, what a manager he is. And it's going to be interesting to see Bielsa and Klopp, two of the most eccentric managers in world football. But as I say, if Rafinha and Rodrigo are out for Leeds, I would heavily back Liverpool to beat Leeds tomorrow night just for the fact that those two boys, they're the two danger men. Leeds are going to do well to hold on to Rafinha. He is a proper, proper player. It won't be easy tomorrow night. It'll be only a goal in it. It's going to be a really tough game. Liverpool will want to bring their A game to Elland Road tomorrow night to come away with anything. But I'm confident and I can not wait. It's so exciting. It gives me all the thrills to talk about. It makes me cough. I get so excited. But... Adam, I'm really happy to have a Leeds fan, lifelong Leeds fan. It's been a long wait uh, to get back to the promised land. And I spoke to you earlier in the season. We were talking about, you know, hopes and expectations. 
But now after 31 games, Leeds are 10th in the Premier League. How has it gone so far, if you can, you know, sum up the season so far? Well, yeah, two years ago, we had such a disappointment in not getting promoted. Fat Frank in his Derby County, uh, stop crying your heart out, all that nonsense. Bielsa with his binoculars. Um, it was a that was a crazy time. I thought, oh no, that's it. And then Bielsa signs his another con, it's, it's, renews his contract last season, promotes us, and here we are uh, in a mid-table clash with Liverpool uh, in the Premier League. Um, and you know we're, we're not we're not expected to win. From my point of view, I don't think we will win, but we just don't care. You know we're safe. Um, we got some great players. Some. Great stuff coming through. The under-23s have just been promoted to EPL2. They just won the, the, the second division there. So that looks good for the future. Um, and, yeah, Stuart Dallas is 30 tomorrow. So, I mean, it, it's yeah, that, that's an omen in itself. Stuart Dallas is, you know, he, I think he's going to get knighted soon uh, as, as one of the, just a, a, a brilliant player in every position, I think. I think he might be in goal tomorrow night. Who knows? Uh, and then... So, yeah, in terms of our defensive record, yeah, I mean, this season's not been great. We we have been um, sort of a little bit not too good on, on set pieces. We've, you know, a couple of games where we got to be thumped by the scum, which wasn't a great, wasn't our finest hour, but that was sort of in December we had a bit of a lull. And I've been looking at the, at the stats on that, and I think that's because we, I think we conceded 13 goals in four games. Uh, and so if you concede 13 goals in four games, that's not going to look good on your uh, you know, goals conceded at the end of any season. But at, at that point, I think we lost Cock, we lost Llorente in the uh, the Chelsea game. So Cock went off in about ninth minute and then Llorente came on and he too got injured. So we had to put uh, Stroik in at, at centre-back. And he's like a 21-year-old Belgian guy. I think he plays for the Dutch team as well. Um, and he's playing out of position there. So for those four games, after after the hammering by Chelsea, we had Man United and a couple of others. Uh, and we conceded a lot of goals. And I think that was just us adjusting. Uh, I don't know what it is about set pieces and corners. We just seem to be really bad at those. A bit, to, to my mind, that seems a, a simple thing to, 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 to combat in training, you know. Uh, you should be able to defend corners. I, I don't quite understand what's happened there. Maybe it's Bielsa concentrating on other things, but you know, it's been a great season. Uh, last 10 games, you know, head-to-head, Liverpool leads. There's not a lot in it. Um, we've, we, we're on quite a good run, actually, the last 10 games. Um, and, you know, Bamford's doing well. And, you know, one thing to say about Bamford is it's not just about his goals, although he scored 14, which is pretty good. Um, it's what he does when he hasn't got the ball, he's just chase, 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 harrying. That's all the players do, which I, th- I think, in, from, from what I gather over the season, they don't like it. You know, these guys, they're used to having time on the ball. And when you've got Rafinha, Rodriguez, all of them just chasing you, not letting you have one minute to, to, to settle into the game, that's, I think that's an aspect of the, of, of, of the Leeds way of playing that, that sometimes overlooked in a way, in, insofar as particularly with guys like Bamford, who, who isn't, let's face it, last season, no one would have said he'd, he'd make it in the Premier League. And looking at him, he's 14 goals up, England call up, potentially. Um, and I, I think that the, the work that goes into it, and everyone said they're going to they're gonna fade out, they're going to tail off. That was rubbish. Uh, we, we didn't do it. And, you know, oh, 
what's the other one they say coronavirus is the only reason we promoted mm, not sure about that i think we've, we've pretty much cemented ourselves this season in the premier league so yeah i, I couldn't really ask for more there's no way we're going to get anywhere higher than we are at the moment it's just a, a, a great season for us and whatever happens tomorrow night i'm still going to be delighted with leeds united and, and bring, bring it on next season uh, I was going to ask you, though, about, about the defensive frailties. Yes, OK, you mentioned those 13 goals conceded in quick succession, but that would mean that uh, if you'd conceded no goals, and then you would still have conceded 36. Liverpool are apparently having a really bad uh, season defensively and, and have only conceded 37 in comparison to 49. It is quite massive. But I've got a question about it. Do you think that if Leeds can buy some really good defenders, really, like, awesome, who can play at this high tempo, then they will be actually, you know, way higher in the table? Or does Bielsa's system guarantee that you concede goals, Adam? What do you think? Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I'm not sure. As I, I sort of tried to allude to, I think we, we have brought in, as within Cock and Urente, to, you know, 20 million plus, uh, roughly, um, value defenders and it, it's only been in the last few games where they've actually been able to play together because we've had so many injuries as, as you guys know as well it, it's been an injury laden season and so d- does this the else's way of play it seems to be a suggestion that he doesn't care about defending and it's all about attack um and you know we're going to score one more than you and all that sort of luck and possibly, maybe, you know, when, when he came came in a, a few years ago, I, I just thought, oh, God, who, who's this nutter? Because uh, that's literally what they call him, a loco, uh, the crazy one. Um, and, you know, ever since, we've never, we, we were never out of the top five in the championship, and now we're in the Premier League. Um, and so he, he is a nutter, but he, he, he knows, seems to know what he's doing. Um, and if... If it is the case, and, and perhaps it is, that his way of playing sort of perhaps neglects the defensive elements of the game, then my view is, so what? You know, if, if, if the attacking, you know, part of the game is so good, then I'll, I'll take the frailties at the back. But yeah, could, could that be plugged by a, a few quid, which it sounds like what, what you're getting at, you know, um, if, 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 Rajasani was to, you know, get these guys in the US, the, the San Francisco 49ers, put their hands in their pockets and start investing a la uh, a Manchester, not quite on the level of Manchester City, but, you know, in, in three-figure millions, pr- probably, because I, I suppose it, it would suggest that if, if you have high-value, very good-quality defenders, you don't need to coach them particularly much. Um, they'll, they'll do what they do. And, and hopefully plug the gaps in the defence because that seems to be the only real criticism and a, a valid criticism it is this season. Is yeah, defensively we haven't looked great at times. Um, so perhaps I, I think Bielsa with money would, would is a frightening prospect. Put it that way. Um, I would love to imagine that. I, I adore Marcelo Bielsa, and yes, he does squat down. Uh, there is actually a video uh, I saw where he used to sit on an ice box. But once he sat on an icebox and he didn't realise that there was somebody's espresso coffee there. And he sat on the coffee. And I think that's why, since that day, 
Um, he doesn't sit on anything because he's scared of sitting on coffee again. But there you go. There's a little detail for you. Um, I've, we've got to go to predictions because we've got, we've got to get through quite a lot still. Um, uh, you know, Leeds, Liverpool, at Ellen Road. Uh, wow, what a match. Uh, just quickly, Jack, uh, what's going to happen? Win, lose, draw? Who's going to win, lose or draw? I wish it was that easy, right? <laughs> we've, we've watched Liverpool over the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go... <sighs> 3-2 Liverpool win. 3-2 Liverpool win. Excellent stuff. Hannah, what about you? Yeah, I'll go with a similar scoreline. Maybe something more like 2-1, though, because our forwards haven't been scoring as much recently. So. <laughs> OK, yeah, great stuff. Yeah, 2-1. Uh, that, that, that would work. Still a Liverpool win. Um, how about you, Dave? Um, I'm actually going to go against the grain here and just go for a 1-0 Liverpool win. Mo Salah to get the goal. Both teams defensively haven't been great and probably will nullify each other going forward. So 1-0 to do me. Three points is what's important tomorrow night, guys. OK, well, there you go. You've got three people uh, going for a Liverpool win. Um, Adam, are you gonna are you going to back Bielsa's boys? I, I think I'm going to go with Dave on this one. I, I've heard it so many times. You 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 build this to be a goal fest with Leeds, and then for some reason there's just no goals. So I, I think I'm going to sit on the fence and say one-one Leeds Liverpool. One-one. Okay. Well, it, it, you know, not surprisingly, on a Liverpool podcast, you are outvoted. So I am going to put Liverpool uh, out with a narrow win as our collective result. Uh, but um, you know, this is all. Uh, I don't know, this is all great stuff. Liverpool um, have, by the way, of all of the top four contenders, Liverpool have the longest injury list, which at the moment uh, is Hendo, VVD, Jones, Matip, Gomez, Kelleher and Origi. Uh, so that's um, not so great. Liverpool's next match uh, is at home to Newcastle United on match day 33. Um, Newcastle will be out without... Lascelles, um, they will probably or possibly be, be without uh, Ryan Fraser, Fabian Shah, uh, Isaac Hayden as well. Uh, but Newcastle, they've, they've had a bit of a renaissance. They're in the top 10. You might be surprised to learn that in the form table, they're in the top 10. Uh, they're doing really well. They're actually seventh in the form table. Uh, Liverpool is uh, sixth in the form table. I think this one isn't going to be as easy as we think, Dave. Uh, Liverpool, Newcastle at Anfield. No, it's going to be. I watched um, Newcastle yesterday against West Ham. Really impressed with them. Um, they could have could have took the two two when West Ham came back from the dead, and it went. They were two 0 up Newcastle. It went to two two, but they went on and got a third. I know they were playing against ten men, and that helps. But Alan Sand Maxim looks an absolute handful up front for Newcastle, and he's going to cause Liverpool, especially if it's Phillips and Quebec, a lot of problems uh, next weekend. But um, Newcastle Liverpool has the great connotations, doesn't it? One of the greatest Premier League uh, games of all time, the four three at Anfield. Who will forget that and uh the, the, the famous interview after with kenny uh kevin keegan oh, that, was, that was absolutely brilliant and um listen newcastle you know you just don't know what to expect from them you just don't bruce has done a decent job there no money as usual the board not backing them and stuff like that but i think this is going to be a tough listen all games are tough for liverpool we every we seem to have a decent 
run of games left. You can't Leeds away tomorrow night. It'd be tough. If United away at Old Trafford, then first of May, and everybody hasn't even mentioned the likes of Newcastle and other games. But every game is tough. We have seven league games left, twenty-one points. We need twenty-one. I think we might need to win six of them to get top four out of the seven. And this is. It's all about three points. It doesn't matter. It's take it game by game. Tomorrow night, we'll look after itself. Then we, we can only think about Newcastle on Tuesday. And I think this will be a tough one. I, I really do. Another tight game, maybe a 2-1 for Liverpool, something like that. But we got to get our act together up front. Uh, Mane especially has got to step up. He's just dropped off. His his um, form has absolutely dropped off a cliff recently in the last few months. So if we can get him firing, if our front three get firing again, and like the Jota chipping in, I think we'll be okay. But this is a tough one against Newcastle. Um, I'm going to go 2 1 Liverpool, but um, nothing's cut and dried when Liverpool play Newcastle. Yes, I think you're right. It's got banana skin uh, written all over it, as they say. Um, Liverpool, Newcastle, I mean, yeah, it's not only are they right next to us in the form table. Alan Sam Maxima, who, who you mentioned, is, is uh, back at who's struggling a little bit with it. With injury against West Ham, he came off and hobbled off, really, after about 60 minutes in that match. Uh, but he's a delight to watch. He's an absolute dream signing for anyone. Um, but, yeah, Liverpool, Newcastle, Hannah, uh, it's it's also a, a lunchtime kickoff, which we don't generally like. And, uh, you know, aside from Leeds, I'm, I'm worried about facing Leeds tomorrow. I'm also worried about Newcastle. Are you... Can you, uh, I don't know, can you give me some confidence, Hannah? Or are you, are you like me and Dave, a little bit, you know, got a little bit of trepidation about this one? I mean, I, I wish I could, but, you know, at the moment, games are just so difficult to predict. Um, you know, particularly because it's Newcastle at home, I think I would be a bit more confident if our home form of late was a little bit better than it is. Um, and, you know, given that Newcastle is so close to us in the form table, it, it, I wouldn't be at all surprised if, if it was a banana skin, but you could pretty much look at any game as, as one of those, really. Um, it's, it's more, I think, we've been a lot better since Fabinho has gone back into midfield, and we've sort of got more of a solid centre-back partnership with Kabak and Phillips. It's it's just our forwards, and, you know, Mo's the one that we can rely on, and, and Jota's getting a few here and there, but Mane's form, like you said, he's completely dropped off and, you know, he seemed to be doing everything else right, but the final ball and, and actually putting the ball in the back of the net, we can't seem to do at the moment. So, um, yeah, I, I wish I could give you more confidence, but I'm not feeling entirely confident myself. So, um, but, you know, it, it, it's our main focus now that we're out of the Champions League and the only way we're going to get back into it is by making top four. So, um, you know, I think these players are more than capable of, of stepping up when they need to. Um, we're not quite the mentality monsters that, that we once were. Um, but, you know, I, I trust this squad and, and, and I trust Klopp to, to get the job done. Yes, we've been the mentality minnows recently, haven't we? Uh, but yes, OK, there's another. There's three of us, Jack. Three of us of your fellow Liverpool fans have got a bit of the heebie-jeebies when we think of Steve Bruce and his cabbage-like head. Jack, what do you think about uh, about Newcastle uh, against Liverpool at Anfield? <laughs> I'd be fully agreeing with every single one of you. It's, it's the nil-nil against them early on in the season, mate. It was very disappointing and it was the early stages. Yes, Liverpool haven't played very well this season, but it was the early, early hallmarks of how this season panned out. Liverpool 
very frustrating in front of goal and, and that game at St James is very reminiscent of what we've seen throughout the whole entirety of this season. It's a game, as we've already said, low block side, Steve Bruce, St Maximum since he's come back into the squad over the last couple of weeks, he's it coincided with their good run of form, if you could say that, uh, with their recent form. He's picked up form at the right time, two wins uh, back-to-back and a draw were massive for Newcastle to they would slightly get dragged into the relegation zone but I think they've heavily missed Wilson through injury guaranteed there's nothing better than having a goal scorer in, in your ranks on that Liverpool apart from Mo up front for Liverpool would be in a very perilous position if we didn't have Mo this season mate but yeah it's going to be a very tricky game for <clears throat> another game where a side will frustrators really mate but uh, it's gonna be a very tight game are you predicting jack a narrow win yeah mate i'll go with a one nil i'd happily take that okay and hannah are you also going for a narrow win because dave said 2-1 liverpool yeah i'll go with a narrow win just <laughs> okay thank you very much and uh adam there you go you've heard from four liverpool fans all quaking in their boots at steve bruce's barcodes um, are we all a bunch of wimps, Adam? Yeah, Steve Bruce, another one of those ex-players that think they can manage. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't have much confidence in him. I, I think you'll beat them comfortably. I will love it if you beat them. I will love it in Kevin Keegan style. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be two or three nil. Yeah, uh, excellent stuff. Yeah, okay, um, good stuff. So that, that's down. Uh, so we're, we're still on match day 33 here. Uh, we just got Tottenham. We're going to rip through them, really. Tottenham, Southampton. Tottenham don't really have much, many injuries at the moment. Ben Davis is out. Um, Doherty's a doubt, but he should be back for the Southampton game, at least. Uh, they drew with uh, Everton, which is great, great result for us the other day, of course. Southampton will be only without uh, Romeo, who's a big player for them. Um, and their form is pretty shocking. I'll just tell you where they are. They're twelfth uh, in the form table. Not bad as I thought, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, Hannah, I'm going to start with you uh, this time. Just quickly on on a prediction: Tottenham, Southampton. What do you, what do you think? Definitely a Tottenham win. Um, I mean, like like you said, they drew with Everton, and you know they had a draw against Newcastle earlier this month. Tottenham, but I think they they have way too much for Southampton. Although Minamino has been doing a pretty decent job, he's scored some good goals, so it's good to see him get some minutes. And you know, but I, I sort of do still wish he was with us because we could definitely do with that right now. Um, but probably, def- yeah, a Spurs win. A Spurs win, great stuff. Okay, uh, thank you very much. And uh, does anybody disagree with a, a Spurs win? Spurs beat Southampton. Okay. Um, and Everton, Everton, I am including them in this. Um, I have made this big table. It took me about four hours and uh, put everything in italics. And italics was the key, uh, according to the key of the table, means that Everton are shite. They are still shite, but they're eighth. Uh, they don't have many injuries. Um, uh, Adam, from, from the outside, Everton Football Club, I mean, I remember... I saw in a rugby match, uh, Wales, I'm a Wales fan, and, and I saw someone after Wales actually beat England in rugby, and outside there was somebody with a big banner, and, um, you know, he, it said, every day I wake up and I'm glad I'm Welsh. And I thought that was a really nice banner. 
Uh, but Adam, surely, surely we can all say that every day we wake up and we're delighted that we do not support Everton. So we're 60 minutes in and you have to mention the Wales rugby in England, don't you? You just can't resist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, Everton's one of those sides that you, you just feel grateful every day that you don't support them. Similar to, to Spurs, just like, you know, why? Um, they're just, you know, I, I'd rather be like Leeds and be down in the Championship League one, coming back up, have something to get excited about every season. But they looked so good at the start of the season. They were that front three they had. Um, and, you know, everyone was saying after like five or six games, here we go, Everton, that this is their season. And it's just not happened. They've just had, they've just gone off, off off the radar completely. Um, and you just, you, you, you do you do feel a little bit sorry for the for the fans. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't see them. I mean, what, what's that? Two losses, three draws. That just says, oh, that's just, you know, it's just dull. Um, and I just don't see where the, a huge recovery is going to come from. I just think, you know, that's uh, they, they're gone, in my view. Um, and that, well, they have to play Arsenal on the uh, match day 33. They're playing Arsenal away. Uh, so they're in London. What's I mean, win, uh, lose or draw, would you say that Everton are going to maybe draw that one against Arsenal because they're boring, nil-nil? Well, no, uh, Arsenal, Arsenal, another odd side, particularly this season. Uh, they, they're up, they're down, they've got a great squad of players, but they just don't, it doesn't seem to be working for them. But I just think, yeah, Arsenal seem to be, of the two, the, the more on the up. So I, I would predict a, an Arsenal win against, against uh, Everton. I would do exactly the same thing. Yeah, Arsenal are doing... Pretty well, actually. They're doing very well. Where are they in the form table? I did write it down. They're eighth in the form table. So they're, they're having something of a renaissance. Does anybody disagree with an Arsenal uh, with Arsenal to beat Everton? Yep. I actually think okay. it'll be a draw. I think it'll be a draw. Um, Arsenal were lucky to get a 1-1 draw against Fulham today. 97th minute equaliser. They were shocking today. Fulham should have beat them. They, they didn't. Um, Everton are decent on, on the road. They got a good 3-3 at Old Trafford. I watched that game. Um, you know, they, they beat us, of course, at Anfield for the first time since uh, 1607. So I think Everton, yeah, they're good enough to get the draw. I wouldn't have huge confidence in either Arsenal or Everton. That's why I'm going for a draw. <laughs> I'm just going to go in the middle because both of them can't beat each other. You know what I mean? So I just think Everton, I think they could get a draw there. And I, I just think Arsenal is bad as Everton, as bad as each other. And a draw, 1-1, one, one, something like that. Excellent stuff. Um, Jack, what about you? Uh, Everton Arsenal. It was a great introduction that I wanted to the Ev for me. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of, well, I've got a lot of Everton mates. Um, love winding them up this season. You would have thought you would have won the league five games in, wouldn't you? Um, but yeah, it, it's it's been shocking the, the recent run of form which the Ev have had. It's, it's two draws and, and three back to back draws. Uh, it's going to be an interesting counter. Arteta's got a side playing in Europa League they fare a lot better away from home especially in Europe uh, Arsenal but I think if you can get at this at Everton defence um, like we've seen this week shocking shocking defending it was by Keane um, there's no excusing that and for where Everton want to be you'd expect better Ancelotti's got a massive I love him as a manager Ancelotti shame he's um, managing Everton like, but I really do rate him he's got a massive task on his hands but I'm going to go with an Arsenal win, um, 2-0 Arsenal. 
Excellent stuff. Uh, and Hannah, what about you? Uh, it's uh, Before I just said Everton-Arsenal, it's technically Arsenal against Everton. What do you think, Hannah? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the fact that you, you wouldn't have too much faith in either of them, to be honest. But um, given how awful Everton are, I will go for an Arsenal win. Um, and who wouldn't want to see that? Because we like to see Everton lose, so... Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Excellent stuff. OK, match days 34 and 35. Uh, we've got, actually, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna write, write through this. Actually, I'm going to do it club by club. We're going to do Leicester, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38. And they've got some, some beauties here. First of all, it's uh, Leicester away to Southampton. Um, I don't know. Just give me a prediction, uh, Adam. Leicester, Southampton, what do you think? Uh, that's going to be, uh, it, unless you're away, it's an away win. Okay, it's an away win for, uh, okay, a win for Leicester. Uh, does anybody disagree with a win for Leicester? Southampton, uh, you know, fading quite a bit. Okay, we're going to say it's a Leicester win. And, uh, okay, um, their next game is against Newcastle at home at Leicester Stadium. The King Power, um, Leicester, Newcastle, surely, Jack. You're gonna say it's it's a Leicester win again? Yeah. Um I said as I said top of show, if Leicester is gonna do what he's done last year and bottle it, I think this is a fixture you'd expect Rogers to at least get all three points, mate. But it wouldn't surprise me if they drop points, yeah. But yeah, go for the a Leicester win, mate, against the tune. Okay, Leicester beating the tune. Does anybody disagree? Okay. Uh then you got the last three other tasty ones. Uh starting with Man United away from home. Dave, uh, Man United at Old Trafford. Man United at the top of the uh, form table. They just keep getting these spawny wins. I don't know if that's my uh, what brown-tinted glasses whenever I watch uh, this shite, as Adam rightly referred to them as. Um, but, uh, yes, uh, Manchester United away. Leicester, that's when it's going to start to go wrong for Brendan, do you think? Yeah, um, I mean, United actually... I know a lot of United fans. Um, United have actually been un- un- unbelievably unbelievable. They're, they're they're getting wins. They're getting that. They won three one today as well, and they weren't even good. Um, Leicester City are going to come up against United, and it looks like Leicester could go to the final. They're winning one 0 with less than ten minutes to go against Southampton, so they have a chance to hold on to get into the final against Chelsea in the FA Cup. So all their eyes might be on the cup final, of course. So Leicester United. Um, you have to fancy United, Man United. They're going for second place. They've still got an outside chance of winning it. Was it eight points between them and City? And you never know. City, City seem to be dropping off at the moment after losing in the cup against Chelsea and then losing in the league against Leeds last week. So United, United's tails are up. So they'll definitely go for Leicester, Leicester City, United. I'd, I'd go two 0 United. I, I can't see Leicester getting that now. That game, to be fair, United are far too good. Yeah, great answer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, surprising. Yeah. Manchester United played 32, Manchester City played 32, and the gap is eight points. City are on 74, Man United up to 66. Uh, does anyone uh, disagree with a Manchester United home win there? Okay, uh, and that is the game just before the FA Cup final. So the next match on match day 37 is Leicester against Chelsea in the league at Stamford Bridge. And it's going to be postponed to God knows when. Uh, but, uh, you know, it could be, a, I don't know, both teams could be very tired by then. 
but I don't know. What do you think about this one, Hannah? Uh, Leicester, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. I, I'll say Chelsea are probably the favourites for that one. Um, but ideally, I'd you know probably want a draw. Um, you know, there'll come a certain point in the season where we want the teams in and around us to be, you know, both dropping points when they play each other. Um, so maybe go for a one or draw in that one. A one or draw, I like it. I mean, that would be the ideal result. Uh, I think I'd, I'm happy to go with that, to be honest. One, one, fortune favouring uh, Liverpool. Does anybody uh, disagree? Does anyone say that uh, Chelsea's really, really fancy Chelsea in that one? Or Leicester? You'd have to fancy Chelsea. Um, as you said, it's been postponed probably due to the FA Cup and nobody knows when that game will be played. As Hannah said, a draw would suit us because both of them are in around us and we, we want them to drop as many points as they can, which a draw will, both of them have dropped two points, but you can't see past the Chelsea home win. They've just been unbelievable at home. They're a good side. They've got everything going for them and Leicester probably will be... They've, they've Their squad isn't as deep as Chelsea and they'd be probably near the end of the season before that game is played and they'd be probably too tired. So you'd have to say Chelsea to win that. That's a very good point, yeah, with the squad depth. Uh, okay, so we've got uh, Dave saying it's uh, it's going to be a, a, a Chelsea win. Um, Hannah and I are both uh, optimistically going to see, and it's a draw. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to go with a draw. I think both teams, depends on when this victory does get rescheduled, I think uh, both teams are going to be stretched. A lot of football will be played over the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to go over 2-2. be an exciting game of football. Both teams will attack. So, yeah, it's going to go with a 2-2 draw, hopefully for Liverpool. <laughs> 2-2 draw. OK, great stuff. Uh, OK, well, I'm going to put that one down as a draw. Um, uh, Adam, uh, the last game that Leicester have to play is against Tottenham, and it will be at the King Power Stadium. Leicester City against Tottenham Hotspur on match day 38 to end the season. Maybe both teams by that stage will need a win. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Adam? Ah, oh, you just don't know with old Mourinho. He's a shit house, isn't he? He's gonna. It, it depends on where they are at the time. Um, but I would. Uh, yeah, I said Leicester top four as well. I think yeah, Leicester. Leicester will win it, but who knows uh, what what's going to happen in that match? But I, I, I would if I put my head on the chopping block. It's a Leicester win. I'm inclined to agree uh, with a Leicester win on the last day of the season against Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, the the previous match, the previous fixture, was uh, actually a 3-0 Tottenham win, though. Um, so this is a bit of a difficult one, but I'm going to say a Leicester win. Leicester will get revenge. Um, so there you go. Two people are saying a Leicester win. Does anyone fancy Tottenham? I think it'll be a draw. Um depends on where Leicester are at the last game of the season, if they've still got a chance for top four or not. And it depends where Everton or where Spurs are. Have they a chance for maybe the uh, European football, Europa League or not? And with Mourinho there, I think if they have a chance to get something out of the last game and probably a European spot like the Europa League for Spurs, I think they can get a 1-1, something like that. If you've Harry Kane and Son in your team, you're capable of getting anything. And especially as Adam says, shithouse Mourinho there, he's always good at going away from home and tactically very good. And Leicester will be very tired by the end of the season. They'll have done a lot. They've been a an FA Cup final and all this, well, looks like might be in the Cup final to look forward to. So I think a draw last game of the season, 1-1. One, one. 
Okay, there you go. Well, we'll just, uh, we'll just, we have to battle through these. We've, we've got four minutes to try and finish now. And it's, I don't know if we're going to have time, to be honest, but we're going to try. So very quickly, um, uh, Hannah, Tottenham against Leicester, who are you going for? Probably, probably Tottenham. Tottenham, okay. And uh, and Jack, what about you? Yeah, I go over Tottenham win, mate. Well, okay. I think that pretty much evens it out as as a draw because you have two for Leicester, two for Tottenham, and one draw. So there you go. We'll put that down as a draw. Okay, West Ham United. Uh, they're playing uh, Burnley, Everton, Brighton, West West Brom, and Southampton. Are we all agreed? that they're not going to do it because they, they, they're too difficult and they're too tired. Does anybody think they are going to do it? Has anybody changed their mind? No. Okay, so unlucky, Moisey. You're out of the, the discussion. So Chelsea. Now, Chelsea, they've got to play uh, in match day 34. They're playing Fulham. Uh, Adam, uh, Chelsea-Fulham at Stamford Bridge. Surely a Chelsea win? Yeah, Fulham look look uh, spent. They look like a spent force. So, but yeah, it, I, I just can't see can't see any other result than than uh, than a win for, for Chelsea there. They are spent. Absolutely nothing left in their tank. Uh, okay, and um, I imagine nobody disagrees. Uh, but the next one could be interesting. Is Chelsea against Manchester City away from home on match day thirty five? Jack, what do you think? I'm going to go with Manchester City win for that, mate, because you know how Pep Guardiola wants a reaction for his squad. It, it, yes, City probably will have eyes on the Champions League, but I think Pep and his players will want revenge for what happened with it yesterday in the FA Cup. So uh, they always do remember the fixtures. Most notably, they always remember Liverpool's fixtures. Love to talk about a City. So, yeah, I go with a City win against Chelsea, mate. Um, yeah. Great stuff. OK, thank you very much. And uh, the next match is Chelsea-Arsenal. We're each going to do one prediction because we're just really running out of time. Uh, Dave, uh, Chelsea-Arsenal at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Chelsea, all day long. 2-0 Chelsea. Arsenal are a bit all over the shop at the moment. 2-0 Chelsea. 2-0 Chelsea. Okay, very good. And uh, Hannah, uh, Chelsea against Leicester, we've already done. Um, Chelsea against uh, Aston Villa on the last day of the season then, Hannah. I think that would be quite an interesting one, um, you know, especially because they're away to Villa and, you know, Villa Park is quite a tough place to go. Um, I mean, as we found out earlier in the season. Um, and I'm pretty sure, you know, they might have fans back um, for the last, you know, sort of match day of the season. Um, so if there are fans at Villa Park, I think that'll just make it even more difficult. Um, you know, and I, I do rate Villa quite a lot. Um, so I wouldn't be at all surprised to see, you know, a bit of a shock draw, to be honest. And maybe, maybe I'm biased because I'm going for the draws because it's better for Liverpool. Um, but I don't know. Um, I, I, I would fancy Villa to do something. So, yeah, I'll go for a draw for that one. That's great stuff. Thank you very much. I like it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, draws have to happen at some point. But that does leave us... Uh, well, we just got to quickly do the... Um, the uh, the Liverpool scores before we finish. Uh, so um, so uh, yeah, Liverpool against Man United at Old Trafford. Adam, you can have this one as the neutral. Liverpool Manchester United PLC. Um, <laughs> I I would love it if you beat them uh, just because 
just because it's Man United uh, and I just want to see him lose every game. Um, um, no, I, I would probably say a draw on current form. A draw on current form. Okay, absolutely fair. Uh, okay, um, I take it to be honest. Uh, Southampton at home, Jack. Uh, what results that going to be? Liverpool win, mate. I think we've got to win every single game. So yeah, go over Liverpool win, matey. Okay, great. And uh, what else have we got? Uh, Liverpool West Brom. Oh, um, I'm terrified of that already. And that's that's day thirty-six. Dave, Liverpool away to West Bromwich Albion. That's probably one of our toughest games left with Big Sam. Um, as Jack just said, we've seven games to go. I think we've got to win at least six of them to get top four. I'd have to go with a Liverpool win there. West Brom probably could be relegated by then. So um, Liverpool win away at West Brom. Win away at West Brom. Okay, very good. And uh, the uh, penultimate game then uh, away to Burnley. So this is absolutely horrible. End of the season for us. Very difficult. 36 and 37. That's day 37. Away to Burnley. Hannah, um, you know, are we going to... You know, will, will Sean Dice be on his holidays? Can we can we do it against Burnley? I highly doubt he will be, but um, given it's away from home, um, I'd fancy our chances. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's going to go right down to the final match day um, to make top four. So, you know, we pretty much have to look at it that we need to win every game. So I will predict a Liverpool win, um, but it's not going to be that straightforward, unfortunately. It's going to be damn hard. Uh, but the last match against Crystal Palace, Hodgie. Hodgie has a chance, if we still have a chance by that time, of getting top four. Hodgie could ruin it all. Um, Adam, I want to thank you uh, and thank everybody, all of our guests. Adam, uh, as the Leeds fan again, I'm just going to give you the last word. Liverpool Football Club against Crystal Palace, the last day of the season. Is Hodgie going to ruin all of our summers? No, you'll be too good for Crystal Palace. Definitely. Excellent. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. So then if I press the calculate button, oh my Lord. Okay. So Liverpool and Leicester are the two teams that will get to the Champions League. Uh, Chelsea are two points behind Leicester. Liverpool, 71 points. Leicester, 70. Chelsea, 68. Put a monkey on it. Uh, we've got to go. Dave's got to go and, and record a show. Do listen to his channel, Dave's LFC Chats. Watch it on YouTube. Uh, follow Jack as well. Follow Hannah. Uh, you know, the excellent stuff that they, content that they produce, Jack's YouTube channel as well. Thank you very, very much to everybody for being such wonderful guests and being so, uh, you know, and, and taking part in this in this fun little exercise. Thank you so much. <laughs>